Jesus Christ is God made manifest. And no matter what people say, no matter what they think, no matter what they propagate, that truth is going to remain for generations yet to come. It's an eternal truth. My name is Casey Eze and you are listening to Life Shift with Casey Eze podcast. Today I'm going to be dealing with a major issue that most Christians haven't yet gotten their footing on and knowing this truth is very paramount to a lot of things. I'm going to be sharing with you briefly on what I title Understanding Christ as God. Why is this subject important? This subject is important because it's going to help you realize that the mysteriousness of God to you is no longer a mystery. It's going to help you realize that your distorted perception of God's character can be fixed. So your knowing this is going to fix your distorted perception of God's character. It's going to help your confusion about the Trinity. A lot of persons are still confused about the subject of the Trinity. This subject is going to help you get these things cleared. Now, um, one other thing it's going to do for you is that it's going to entirely revolutionize your approach to Bible study. It's going to help you study God's word better because you have an understanding that is a game changer. Actually, there are a number of um, understandings I believe will change totally how we see Christianity, how we study our Bible, and how we you know, serve God as believers. One of those subjects that will change your, your mindset totally is the subject of the covenants, understanding the old and the new covenants. Another subject that is going to change your mindset entirely is the subject of salvation, understanding the how, the why, the when, and the what of salvation. And of course, one other um, subject that's going to change your mindset for good as a believer is what I'm about to share with you, understanding Christ as God. Jesus is not a junior God. Jesus is not an apprentice God. Jesus is not second in command in heaven. Jesus is God. And this knowledge is going to do a whole lot for you as as, um, we begin to dive right in. So stay with me. John chapter 1 from verse 1 to verse 3. The Bible says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. This is very, very paramount. Now, let me um, refer you back to verse 1. In the beginning was the word. So, the subject matter of this particular chapter is somebody or something called the word. Take note of that. And the word was with God. And the word was God. So, the word is not a part of God. The word is not a type of God. That word is God. Verse 2 begins to um, uh, personalize the word. In verse 2, we realize that the word in discussion becomes a person. How do I know? Verse 2 begins by saying, He was in the beginning with God. Remember, in the uh, verse 1 already tells us that the word was God. Verse 2 starts calling the word he. He was in the beginning with God. Verse 3 continues, all things were made through him and without him, nothing was made that was made. So the word in discussion here is a person. Look at verse 4, in him 
the word is a him in him was life and the life was the light of men look at verse 5 and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it now if you read through chapter 1 john chapter 1 you keep going down you realize that the person in discussion is no other person but our lord you know our lord and savior jesus christ look at verse 14 the bible says john chapter 1 verse 14 and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth the person in question here is talking about the lord jesus the person you know we're talking about here is the lord jesus it's very clear it's very evident so jesus is not a type of god jesus is god if we agree that jesus is the word and john chapter 1 verse 1 tells us that the word was god then jesus is god this knowledge is going to be you know come in handy for you and you need to keep that somewhere at the back of your mind the second thing you need to take note of in understanding christ as god is that you must realize that the existence of christ did not begin with his virgin birth there is a pre a, a, there is um the deity and pre-existence aspect of christ i'm going to explain that that that's to say that jesus existed before time I'm going to prove that to you from the scripture. Look at John chapter 1 and verse 15. Very clearly stated there. The Bible says, John bore witness of him and cried out saying, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. If you're a good Bible student, you will realize that John the Baptist is six months older than Jesus. Because when the angel Gabriel met uh, with Mary and told Mary that, you know, all the message, the prophecy that was going to be fulfilled in her life and all of that. One of the things we see angel Gabriel telling Mary is that Elizabeth was with child six months old. And we know that Elizabeth is the mother of John the Baptist. Alright, so John the Baptist, older than Jesus is telling us in John chapter 1 verse 15 that Jesus was before him. So Jesus pre-existed before he existed on this on this dimension of the earth. John chapter 8 verse 56 to verse 59. John chapter 8. I'm going to rush there quickly. John chapter 8 verse 56 to verse 59. And I am there right now. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day. And he saw it and was glad. When the Jews said to him, You are not yet fifty years old, and have seen and have you seen Abraham? Jesus said to them, Most assuredly I say to you, before Abraham was, I am the pre-existence of Christ. Before Abraham was, I am. And that is to say that he is God who has been in existence before he became man. And started existing in this dimension of the earth John chapter 17 and verse 5 John chapter 17 and verse 5 and now O father glorify me together with yourself with the glory which I had with you before the world was so he has been in existence before the world was I hope that's clear enough. John chapter 5 and verse 18. John chapter 5 
and verse 18 the bible says therefore the jews sought all the more to kill him because he not only broke the sabbath but also said that god was his father making himself equal with god so the implication of the statement that god was jesus his father when he made that statement to the jews it simply meant everybody knew what it meant it meant that he was equal with god and you know the funny part of this story jesus did not deny that he was equal with god because he is god he didn't deny it john chapter 10 verse 30 to verse 33 john chapter 10 verse 30 to verse 33 the bible says i and my father are one then the jews took up stones again to stone him jesus answered the many good works i have shown you from my father for which of those works do you stone me the jews answered him saying for a good work we do not stone you but for blasphemy because you being a man make yourself god look at this very carefully now when jesus said i and my father are one he was not saying i and my father are united and in agreement to do things and no i and my father are one means i am my father my father is me there is no father outside me so jesus is god jesus is god that's the second thing i want you to know number three that's if you're keeping tabs i don't think i am actually but the next thing i would like you to know about the fact that jesus is actually god personified is that you realize that he made statements that prophets in history never dared to make it will only take god to make such statements as jesus did for instance his i am statements john chapter 11 verse 25 he said i am the resurrection and the life john chapter 14 14 verse 6 he says i am the way the truth and the life john chapter 8 and verse 12 he says i am the light of the world john chapter 6 and verse 35 he said i am the bread of life john chapter 10 verse 11 to 14 he said i am the good shepherd john chapter 10 verse 7 and verse 9 he says i am the door of the sheep john chapter 15 verse 1 and verse 5 he says i am the true vine very powerful statements that it will take only god himself to make he ascribed it to he ascribed these words these characters to himself and that's because he is god that's because he is god he is actually very simple it's simply because he's god all right now when you look at um the the fact when you look through the scriptures you will realize that it is forbidden for men to receive worship especially in the the jewish days and in the jewish beliefs and all of that the only person qualified to be worshipped is god in fact a man called herod in acts chapter 12 verse 22 to 23 attempted to receive worship and praise meant for god in acts chapter 12 22 to 23 you see how the bible tells us he was struck down by an angel and worms ate him up but when you look through the bible you see plethora of bible evidence that jesus received worship it's only god that can receive worship jesus received worship and nothing happened to him because he's god because he's god all right you look at matthew chapter 2 and verse 11 the wise men fell down and worshipped him matthew chapter 8 and verse 2 a leper came and worshipped him matthew chapter 9 and verse 18 a ruler came and worshipped him matthew chapter 14 and verse 33 certain men worshipped him matthew chapter 15 verse 25 a woman came and worshipped him matthew 28 verse 9 mary magdalene and the other mary worshipped him matthew 28 and verse 17 the 11 disciples worshipped him you know john chapter 9 and verse 30 the man healed of blindness worshipped him even 
Thomas categorically called him God in John chapter 20 and verse 28 to 28, 26 to 28. Even angels worshipped him. Angels worshipped him. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 5 to 6. Alright? So, you realize that the reason why the angel that struck down Herod could not strike him down is because he is God made manifest in the flesh. He's God made manifest in the flesh. Now, remember I told us that what this knowledge is going to do for you is that it's going to help you that your mysteriousness about God is going to be demystified because God is no longer a mystery. God is understood in Christ. Your distorted perception about God's character is fixed because whatever cannot be found in Christ cannot be found in God. If Christ was not a killer, the God cannot be a killer. Your prayers can't make him kill people. It's going to help your approach to Bible study because you realize that since the entire, uh, the, the singular focus of, of the Bible is Christ, you are able to understand God by studying Christ. Your confusion about the Trinity is clear because you realize that we don't have three gods. Mm-mm. We have only one God. That God the Father is the same person who appeared in God the Son and is the same person we have in God the Holy Spirit. God the Father showed up himself, gave himself a face and a name in Christ Jesus. And when he was about to depart the earth, he decided not to leave us without comfort. So he came back in the person of the Holy Spirit, the same God manifested in three dimensions. Hope you are getting it now, alright? So, I'm going to share one, two, three, four scriptures with you as we round up, trusting that this would have done a little bit of justice to helping your understanding. Philippians chapter 2, verse 6 to verse 8. Philippians chapter 2, verse 6 to verse 8. I'm doing it the old-fashioned way, flipping through my Bible as we are talking philippians chapter 2 verse 6 to verse 8 listen to these words you can read it on your own they are very self-explanatory 6 to verse 8 the bible says who being in the form of god of course if you start reading from verse 1 he's talking about jesus let me start reading from verse 5 let this mind be in you which was also in christ jesus so christ jesus is the subject of the discussion here then concerning christ jesus the bible says who being in the in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of men. Verse 8, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Look at verse 6, who being in the form of God and did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, he made himself, so God made himself of no reputation so that man can be saved. Colossians chapter 1, Colossians chapter 1, verse 15 to verse 17. Colossians 1, 15 to 17, the Bible says, He is the image, talking about Christ also, He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. Look at verse 16. For by Him all things we are created that, we are, that are in heaven, and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers or things were created through him and for him. Verse 17, and he is before all things and in him all things consist. This place is talking about Christ. Remember Genesis chapter 1, the Bible says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So it was Jesus who created the heavens and the earth. It was God being made manifest, you know, in these three the Father and the Holy Spirit and the Son rather than the Holy Spirit. God, the same God manifested in these three 
dimensions. All right. So next scripture before we round it off, First Timothy chapter three and verse sixteen. First Timothy chapter three and verse sixteen. I get there faster than this. I know I can. Hope you are with me. Hope you are learning. First Timothy chapter three and verse sixteen. The Bible says. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen by angels, preached among the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. Who is is the Bible talking about here? Christ Jesus. So he is not a type of God. He is not a junior God. He is not an apprentice God. He is God. God was manifested in the flesh. So God manifested in the form of Christ. That's God being made manifest in the flesh. God manifested in the form of in the form of Christ. Then finally, Titus chapter two, verse thirteen to fourteen. Titus chapter two, verse thirteen to fourteen. The Bible says, "Looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ." So, Jesus is seen and addressed as our great God. He's seen and addressed as our great God. Very important and very paramount. The reason why He became man is simple for our salvation and there is no love greater than the salvation story so when we talk about understanding christ as god we are first and foremost talking about the beauty of the salvation that god has given us stripping himself of all ranks and authority to become as as you know vulnerable as us in order to get us saved guess what that work is done and the salvation of mankind is a reality for any man who puts his trust in what Jesus has done for him on the cross. Till I come your way next time, this is Life Shift. Keep listening to Life Shift where we give your life a shift. God bless you.